We Speak English Good has expanded to WSEG TV only on Twitch. We have live interviews, we have music tutorials, games, prizes, and more. Go to twitch.tv slash we speak English good. We go live and direct on Mondays at 1 p.m. and Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Also, go check out our sponsor, modedstudios.com. They have all the freshest and finest patches and apparel fully embroidered one of my favorite is the baby yoda from the mandalorian go check them out for yourself m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com go check them out now on with the show Right. 
Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good podcast. Today's guest is Scarlett Bray of Scarlet and the Fever, and we just got done listening to a song off their last album or EP called Unbreakable, but the song we just played was called You Don't Love Me Like You Should. We're also going to be listening to a song called Retrograde later on in the podcast, so prepare yourself for that greatness, but I, I just I just love what uh, Scarlet and her band is doing. Uh, it just is a great mix of like ska, reggae, and soul, and it's great. Uh, I had a wonderful conversation with Scarlett. And in fact, I've been wanting to talk to Scarlett for about four years now. Ever since I saw her perform at this uh, music festival I played back a long time ago, I guess now. Uh, but <laughs> it's not that long ago. It's like a few years ago. Uh, but it was called the Dabolition Derby. And uh, she played with her band right before the band I was playing with. And she just killed it. And she had a horn section. And and uh, I just love the vibe. So um, she definitely has a great live performance. And I know no one's really performing live right now. So you can't really see her. But she does do a weekly thing on Wednesdays. So I'm going to uh, on on Instagram. She does do a live stream where she does some performances. And she does some interviews. So I will put a link in the show notes to her Instagram. Make sure you go and give her a follow and uh, and show up for her Wednesday evening uh, um, uh, live streams that she's doing on IG. Uh, we're going to get to uh, Scarlet here in a second, but first, let's get over and take care of some business. Go to RainaMystique.com, R-E-I-N-A-M-Y-S-T-I-Q-U-E.com, and check out the latest thing that's going on in Raina's world, which is Twitch. She Twitches every uh, Tuesday, Thursday at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 8 p.m. Uh, so go check her out. Uh, we're we're going to be releasing a new single. For, it's a collaboration between EBB or Euphoria Brass Band and Raina Mystique. She's rapping and singing and doing all kinds of stuff with a brass band. It's dope. You're going you're gonna to love it. So that'll be coming out, I think, sometime this month in July. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> speaking of live streaming, WSEG TV is going strong. We are, I'm having a blast. Twitch has been the best thing that we have, uh, that, uh, that, that I've invested my time in, that we've invested our time in. It's just been so fun, and we've been meeting a lot of cool people. But WSEG TV is an extension of We Speak English Good. I'm doing live loops, uh, music tutorials. I'm doing all my interviews now with a video element. So, pfft, amazing. So, all these new uh, interviews are going to be available on my YouTube, and it's also going to be available on Twitch, twitch.tv slash we speak English good. And it's going to be awesome, man. Like, it's already been awesome. I have some videos up there of some unreleased audio that you can go listen to right now. Uh, there's some unreleased episodes. So, if you want uh, uh, to jump forward and just start listening to what I've been doing on WSEG, go ahead to my YouTube. And while you're there, subscribe. Subscribe to the YouTube. It's good, it's fun. Follow me on Twitch. Look, this is this is this is that part. Like, subscribe, review. So like us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, uh, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, uh, Twitch, TikTok. God, I hate all these social medias. 
I don't. I'm not good at keeping track of all of them. But my Instagram and Facebook, I'm pretty good at. Twitter, I'm getting better. Uh, TikTok and and Snap, you might as well just not even bother with that. Uh, you can go check out. Uh, yeah, just go like us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, Twitch, YouTube. We're doing all kinds of stuff. We got all kinds of content coming out. And like I said, the the WSEG TV has just been way cooler than I ever could have expected. So I'm having a wonderful time with that, and I'm 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 gaining new looping skills, and I'm making new looping friends on Twitch, and we're gonna have some of those guys on the show uh, coming up here shortly so uh yeah this is, this is fun there's a whole new era to we speak english good which i'm really excited about that there's eras to this show and twitch is gonna be the next era and so here's the here's this um scarlet is the last show that i've done outside of twitch so we're gonna be starting the wseg tv interviews with and, and our first guest from uh wseg is the nightheart and ken sabe the nightheart has been on the show before but he had participated in the protest here locally and i wanted to get his take on it and so it, it was a great conversation and then ken sabe they are a um out of central valley california um fucking awesome guys just cool shit just these conversations are fire yo like it's just getting better and better <laughs> like it, it, this beginning of the year i've been saying it but like it's just been getting better and better these episodes and these conversations so i'm excited to share it with you guys so get ready for all of that and finally leave a review on iTunes or anywhere you get your podcast, it is helpful. Uh, a five-star review uh, on iTunes or Stitcher or, or a written review, it's great. I don't ask for much. I just ask for reviews and to support our sponsors. So that's it, everybody. We will be back on Friday. We're going to have another episode with The Nightheart and... Um, Kinsabe, and then also we'll have a live uh, stream on twitch.tv slash we speak English good at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our boy Johnny Tar and uh, Offbeat, who is used to be the the co-host of this show, but now is just offbeat out in california but he's coming back and we're gonna be talking shit so it's gonna be fun uh and i, I hope you guys can join us and uh of course uh be on the lookout for that episode where we're gonna be starting wseg tv interviews and of course you can go to youtube right now and watch all those interviews that i've already recorded um they're already up they're just not released here on this platform. So if you guys want to go to youtube.com slash we speak English good and you'll find all of uh, the interviews I've done. Most of the interviews I've done so far uh, on WSEG TV that are unreleased currently right now in this format. So, all right, guys, I will see you guys on the other side. Um, Everybody, put your hands together for Scarlet Bray of Scarlet and the Fever.
nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. Uh, we did meet briefly a long time ago, which I don't hold it against you for not remembering. Obviously, this is <laughs> this was years ago, but it was uh, at the Dabolition Derby. I remember the Dabolition Derby. Which was such a weird... Like, what a weird place to have an event like that. Like, out in the middle of the desert. <laughs> it, was, it was August, too. Yeah. It was, like, August or September. Yeah. Yeah, that was the last time I ever took a dab, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I got super faded. <laughs> well, and you know what makes it even worse is, like, uh, you're, uh, the sun is beating down on you, and it... You're already you're already just putting off all this energy by expelling all this heat, and plus you just took a dab. It puts you in another realm of existence. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah. Like oh people, man. People are walking I around remember, there. I remember I, because you think, oh cool, free dabs. You know, <laughs> sure I'll go here, and oh this one has organic, whatever. <laughs> you know, and then before you know it, you've lost track. And I remember it was so hot. I wanted to go home and I felt like I was crawling back to my car. Like I was just like, yeah, could not get to the air conditioner fast enough. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I wanted to like stick around. Cause I think like Hyrie was playing that night and like Aya terror. So like some really fire bands were playing. And I was like, I, oh. I played, we played our set. I tried hanging out for a little bit and like, I was just, I couldn't, I, same thing. I had to crawl back to my car yeah. And then make the long journey back to San Diego. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> which, uh, which was, it was just, it was just a weird day, anyways. It, was, it started off weird, it ended weird. It was just, a, uh, just, just a weird day. Um, yeah. But uh, you, you've been kicking around for a while with the fever, right? You've been doing, uh, how long have you guys been a band? So I started the project about five and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so when I saw you, you guys were kind of newish. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But if that was the Abolition Derby was the first time you heard us play, then we've, we've changed a little bit since then. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I definitely want to talk about that because there's definitely a difference. Because when I saw you guys, I still, I thought you guys were fantastic. And I've been following Thank you guys you. since uh, we were able to play together. Um, but there was definitely, um, it's not drastic, but there was definitely a change or an evolution between your first album and your second album, which I want to talk about. But yeah. um, I, I'd love to get a little bit of history about you and the band before we get there. Um, so you're, you're SoCal. Uh, you're, you're from so Southern California your whole life. I'm SoCal. I'm chilling on my balcony right now which just because I felt like it's a beautiful day off. You know, I didn't have to work today. Um, so yeah, that's, that's here I am in SoCal. <laughs> well, uh, are you you're from Southern California? Yeah, born oh. and raised. Uh, what what, raised. what part? Los Angeles? Yeah, Los oh. Angeles. I'm from a city called Whittier, which is yeah. kind of like on the outskirts. Yeah. It's like right between Orange County and LA County. There's the little cities mm -hmm. that outline that area. So I'm from Whittier. Okay. Right. And uh, the band is based mostly in in Los Angeles. We rehearse in Whittier when oh. we get to rehearse. <laughs> 
Yeah, well. Not rehearsing right now, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, that, you know, like when we were first trying to set this up, I know you're like, well, I'm, I'm moving. And it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm like, oh, God. Like, so I totally was like, I'm going to let this, I'm going to let this lady move in the midst of this <laughs> pandemic and not bother her because it was just like, I couldn't imagine. How was that? How was the, I mean, was it. You know what? There were, it was. I think there were some positives and negatives to it. Obviously, negative because you can't just like be like, "Oh, you know, we need cotton balls, or we need yeah. to get more toilet paper, or whatever <laughs> it is." You can't just go to the store and get something. You right. know that you have to kind of plan it. Home Depot is crazy. Don't go to Home Depot if you don't have to go to Home Depot. Um, so that was hard, and then also just kind of having to move everything ourselves and yeah. not being able to call our friends and say hey can you help us out but on the other hand it's been kind of nice because i've had time to like settle in you know and i'm working from home for the most part so it's been nice to just take the time to settle in you know i feel like when you move it's kind of like you move and then you gotta pick up and keep going and in this kind of strange way it's forced us all to slow down and just kind of pause and yeah take some time and when when uh after you guys sort of settled into your home did you uh was there moments of like of uh, i know everybody went through it you know one way or another but did was there a moment where you just felt like uh I, i don't know like i don't know did you have a hard time with it when it first when the pandemic first struck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think for me, so I, so I work for the Braille Institute. That's like my my main. Like uh, and- you can't see Braille. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. That was horrible. No, no, no. That's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's but- okay. I'm, I'm glad a lot of people don't don't know. So okay. I so I'm the choir director for Children's Choir at Braille Institute. So oh, all of my amazing. students are, are visually impaired or fully blind, and so Braille Institute has a couple. Um, you know, they're kind of like, they're, they're not kind of, they are campuses. Mm. And you can go, if you have a visual impairment, you can go and you can take classes for free yeah. at Braille Institute. So when all of this happened, of course, Braille Institute closed, right. you know, because we couldn't afford to have, we, we work with adults and children. We couldn't afford to have anybody get sick or exposed. Um, and then on the other side, I also teach private lessons. I teach piano lessons and voice lessons. So I, I felt like all at once I had to kind of figure out how I was going to still reach my students without being able to see them, you know, and I've been teaching since I was 16 years old. So I've been teaching a very long time and I've never had to do digital, right. never had to do a virtual lesson. I know a lot of friends and colleagues who've done it, but like for me initially it was that was a really hard hump yeah so i think once i kind of figured that out i started to feel a little better because you know i I need to still work and still have some kind of financial security but um yeah it's been weird the not being able to perform yes is like crazy a daily sadness (laughs) you know and then you see your friends and like and then like people that you admire on 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 live streaming on facebook live or or wherever and 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 i just get this horrible sadness every time i see it you know i'm just like oh i just want to be there with you and and be in the energy and and performing and exchanging energy with people i mean it's just such a 
I mean, it's such an important part to some artists, you know, uh, yeah, it's, of this it's art. It's definitely been strange. It definitely feels yeah. like there's a piece, like, just kind of missing, you know. And mm-hmm. I guess there is a little bit of comfort seeing, like, the bigger name artists that I look forward to and, I, you know, I look up to. Mm-hmm. I guess it's kind of like, I don't know, in a sense, the the what's the saying? The saying? Level the playing field. Yeah, the <laughs> playing field has been leveled yeah. a little bit, but it's also very like I don't know. We're well, in some kind of Twilight Zone, right? Well, episode, it's you know? nice to see the the people that we put on this pedestal is right down here in the dirt with us. You know, not that mm-hmm. we're glad to see people in the dirt, but like you know, it, it's just a clear no one's sig- better than anybody. Right. It's a clear we're all, signal. We're all there, mm-hmm. right? I mean, like I I love this. Um, I saw Erica Badu and Jill Scott on Instagram Live, and it was just. That was- that was just incredible and like what other time in history are you going to be able to have that where you're going to have and it was like 750,000 people watching Erica Badu and Jill Scott have this crazy conversation and yeah. listen to each other's music and Erica Badu wander off into <laughs> wherever she was going but that was amazing too it was amazing like, have you checked out Erica Badu's? She's kind of got her own like live streaming. She started, type. yeah. I saw some of her live streams. Yeah, it's awesome. Pretty neat. Yeah, pretty pretty neat. Yeah, you she know. So, it. and I kind of I've been telling my friends I feel like this is this is the future of the music industry. I think so too. You know, yeah. if especially if they're saying we can't have large concert venues until summer twenty twenty one or whatever it's gonna be, you. You got to embrace some form of connecting with people, you know? You know, I've been um, looking into Twitch. Me, my wife got on Twitch and um, mm. and she's doing, doing well. And um, we started making money off of it. It's slow, but it's it's definitely an interesting platform. Uh, are you familiar with Twitch yeah. at all? A little bit. I was about to ask you. It's uh, It's incredible. It's like this really interesting community. I mean... So it was originally created for gamers as a live streaming platform for people to just play video games and uh, kids to watch them. But a few years ago, they opened it up to artists. And um, now that artist section, I mean, especially over the last couple months, has grown exponentially. And uh, it's just interesting because it's it's just a live streaming platform that's made for live streaming. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Like, uh, for instance, like Facebook, you know, it, it's it, there's a live streaming option, but that's not what people are going to Facebook for. It's one of the things. And so what you see is when people start doing, uh, if you have noticed over the last few months, is how people will start at like, you know, 2,000 views and the next one could be like 1,500 and then it keeps sort of dropping and so it's sort of you know it signifies what Facebook you know Facebook is sort of right. not really built for this so what's so cool about right. Twitch and I'm sorry and now I'm, I'm like selling you on Twitch it, it's just that no this, I'm it's curious this, it, well it's a super interesting community where you build a, a, a community you build your own community of like super fans and like if yeah. you go in there like like once you build your community, they're listening to your Spotify. They're supporting you. I mean, it's just really interesting. And I mean, you can take it as far as you want. I mean, some people are in there streaming and it's just uh, like a young lady and her acoustic guitar. And there's like 2000 people and they're just watching her throwing tips at her. And, you know, it's just a whole it's there's a whole language to it. There, I mean, it it's a tip based thing and you can subscribe uh-huh. to people. 
um, uh, when you subscribe to someone's channel, you actually pay like $5 and it's a monthly fee and it allows you to skip ads. And it's sort of like if you were to, you know, buy Netflix for a month, you know, you support, you know, you support your favorite artists. So like it's, it's, it's direct support from the fans to the artists. I just think it's so fascinating. That's neat. I'll have to check out. You should. I've been telling everybody. And I think you would kill it. First of all, I think you would kill it because I've seen some of your live streams and you can, I mean, absolutely you could kill it. Uh, The biggest, the hardest part, the hardest part about the whole thing is learning all this new tech. Uh, I mean, I'm an Apple person, and now we just got this PC, and we're just, <laughs> we don't know anything about coding and stuff, so it's been oh, kind yeah. of a challenge there, but I mean, it's just very interesting. Uh, I'm sorry to go off on this tangent about Twitch, but it's been kind of all-consuming for the last, like, month and a half, so. I gotta <laughs> check it out. You should, you should. Uh, and honestly, what I would suggest for anybody who's interested is to just sort of create a profile name, and just so, go hang out and chat. Like, go hang out and, and like, go find a, someone who's playing music. Go find someone that you like, that you connect with, and just sort of hang out in the chat. Just talk to people. See how the community kind of works before you would even start streaming. Because, I mean, you might be in there and you'd be like, I don't know what this is. This is stupid. And, you know, like, why would you want to invest your time into something you think is stupid? So, um, right. so I, definitely, uh, I definitely would say anyone who's interested in Twitch, definitely go and just try it out first before you even start streaming or dumping money into to a stream or because it gets expensive as you well know music gets very expensive um so what have you been able to uh, what was sort of the positive things that's come out of the pandemic for you besides sort of being able to sort of uh pause pause and take some time yeah um well i guess probably the best thing and i've yet to I've yet to come to a full fruition of it, but I've been writing a lot. Awesome. And I have a lot of, um, I guess, just more inside and, and have kind of just grown. You, you know, you watch how hmm, you watch how people react yeah. to everything. And everyone has an opinion. Yes. Everyone has a loud opinion, you know? <laughs> and, um, and then everybody has an opinion to that person's opinion. So <laughs> I've kind of been watching people and it's all through social media, of course. Right. But you, you know, you watch a Facebook post and then you watch all these explosions <laughs> of comments and stuff. And so anyway, I, I guess I've kind of just been absorbing that and watching that and, and learning more about human nature and how we all just at the root of it, we all need to feel validated. Right. and yeah. feel like um i don't know so so the positive is that i feel like i'm coming to a point as an artist that i'm ready to create like a pretty serious record like something that will be for me like the record of my life or whatever you know something that's gonna be um more meaningful and and really kind of just grown up well, um you know, I, I think I saw an interview with you right before the pandemic. And um, you guys said that you already had a whole nother album in the works, like just ready to go. Do you think that from what you're producing from this pandemic, do you think that that would supersede whatever you guys already have and you want to just sort of work on what you have now? Or do you want to? Well, I think, get... it's, I think it's all coming together. Mm-hmm. I think it's all, um, it's, all going to add to it. So the title for the album is Awakening. And okay. I stumbled upon that title um, last year, actually. We had a song that we wrote called Awakening and kind of that concept 
of awakening to many things, right? Awakening to your higher self, awakening to just the reality of things around you. It goes on and on and on, I feel like. So a lot of the songs and things that I'm thinking of right now and the stuff that we've already been working on, I think it's all kind of going to be cohesive and, and uh, hopefully we get it done. You know, it's just, it's hard because not everybody's ready to come and be together and record in in person. So we're going to have to probably do a lot of virtual, you record your part and send it to me and I record that part. Um, But we do have some songs in the works that we've already recorded live. I feel like recording live gives it a different kind of sense. So hopefully soon they lift us out of quarantine (laughs) and we can, we can get in the studio. Have you uh, have you had any gig offers at all that you had to turn down? Yeah, well, I actually just got a gig request. They wanted a band to perform at a wedding hmm. next weekend. <laughs> okay. And I thought, okay, interesting. Like <laughs> yeah, someone yeah. would be having a wedding. Um, I had to turn it down. Yeah. Because you know, I. I have different members in my band, have roommates and have mm-hmm. are responsible for other people, you know, so right. it's just we have to just be careful. But um, yeah, I did get a couple random gigs. Well, you know, it's, it's been kind of like this philosophical, philosophical conundrum kind of. For me and my wife, I don't think for anybody else, but (laughs) because it's like there's so many musicians right now who, you know, absolutely would love and probably need the gigs, you know. And so, you know, to just be like, eh, we're not we're going to pass. But of course, there's the other side of safety. And I'm in quarantine with my old ass mom and she um, she probably would hate me for saying that. I'm sorry, mom. I didn't mean to (laughs) say you're old ass. My my wonderfully no, aged it's mother. True. My dad is seventy-two years old. Exactly. So I have to think yes. about that. Yeah, my mom's. You know, she's seventy. She's diabetic. I'm not. I. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not interested in in like you know, a couple hundred bucks to and, and then just to bring some awful thing back to my mom. So yeah, right. we we've been turning we've been turning things down or, or handing them off to you know single <laughs> people who are we're like yeah. I live by myself. I'm ready for it. Hey, you go do it. Right. Uh, right. So anyways, we 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 did start trying to. T- I tried talking about your past, but we kind of got Twitch and all this pandemic stuff. So please, so you've been teaching since you were 16. That's interesting. I was, yeah, I and started, so I got music my driver's is, license. So music has been your only job that, only. Yeah, pretty much, pretty I much because that. I got my driver's license and my mom's deal was, okay, you can drive my car, but you have to figure out how to put gas in it. <laughs> and so I come from a big family of educators. My mom was a teacher. So I put an ad in the penny saver. Mm. Do you remember when we had penny I saver? Do, I do remember. And, uh, you know, I was 16 years old, put an ad for piano lessons. I, I've been a piano player since I was five. Oh, nice. So I play classical. I play jazz. I play everything. I, I read it pretty well. Nice. So, um, so yeah, I started teaching when I was 16. And then, you know, I would teach at different studios, uh, teach at different high schools, different after-school programs. I've kind of picked up teaching gigs, and that's really been my source of income 
Yeah, since 16. That's amazing. Yeah. I always love those stories where people were just like, yeah, I've just been playing music just forever. I don't know. <laughs> like, it's never, <laughs> because, you know, there's this point with a lot of musicians where it's like, you know, they were working at the factory and, and, and mm -hmm. trying to support this dream. And then, you know, finally this dream grew some legs and now I can carry them without this job. And, you know, so, so right. it's like a lot of, a, 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 most people's stories is like, yeah, I had to work at some shitty job until I figured out how to make this artist's life work. But I always like people who just sort of just like, eh, I just, this is what I do. This is yeah, natural. Teach. That's what I do. Yeah. So, so, so how was your high school experience? Were you, were you popular? Were you outgoing? Were you, uh, I, you know, I was popular, but I was popular because I was a musician. Mm, yeah. I was in all the plays. I was, you know, the lead in all the musicals yeah. and, I was the dorky choir girl, the AP choir girl, but people knew me and they yeah. respected me. Yeah. And I feel like I respected everybody else, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider myself like part of any clique or anything. You know, mm. I didn't know the football players or anything. Right, I, right. I was pretty scholastic and really focused on music. That's awesome. I was, you know, did, did you, uh, did you go to college for music at all? Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. went to Cal State Long Beach Oh, nice! right out of high school. And so I got my um, vocal performance degree from Cal State Long Beach. What, so that was cool. Was there a focus like, in any genre in particular or was it just... No, and I had one. the choice. Well, they give you two choices at the time. There were two choices at, at Long Beach. You could you could do like an opera focus or you could do a, a vocal jazz focus. And I was obviously a little more interested in the vocal jazz. Um, but I just kind of finished the degree with the vocal performance degree without anything attached to it. Because I feel like with me, I've, I've always been kind of exposed to a variety of different music and I didn't want to have just the one focus and have that be my only option. So, so yeah, as a, as a result, I've been able to sing a lot of different styles, a lot of different genres. I feel pretty versatile, you know? Yeah. that That's great. I mean, like I, I that that's what i i would always tell people it's like is learn as much as you can i mean there's no one genre that has all the secrets to the music right. universe it's like it, it no. takes all of it you know all mm -hmm. every bit of information is going to inform you in some way somehow in your musical career that you absorb. And the other so. thing as a vocalist your voice changes as you get older yes. you know yes. and as you experience life like i feel like your voice is such a like direct um indication of your soul or something yeah. you know it's like it's such a it's such a spiritual way of communicating and so like how i sound on like you said how i sound on the album we just recorded or we just released in december versus my very first collection of work when i hear that i hear like almost two different women you know because yeah. i was i right had a whole different experience and your voice changes as you change yeah i, I mean i listen to this podcast like Right now, I'm in the middle of adding all my podcasts to my website. So there's like 240 yeah. of them. I'm just, I'm just sick of it. Oh wow! Ugh, I hate it. I hate it so much now. <laughs> I'm in the, I'm like episode 40, so I'm working down. So I'm almost done. But I'm listening to my voice like back, you know, even a few years when you ago. first started. Yeah, and it's like uh -huh. wow, it's I sound like a little baby, like a little baby boy, <laughs> just like mommy, mom. You know, it's just like terrible. <laughs> But the voice is, I mean, like, I'm just getting into singing, and I've been terrified of it my whole life. And mm -hmm. uh, my wife's a vocal singer, a vocal teacher, oh, okay. so 
and a vocalist. Oh, cool. And uh, so she's helping me. Uh, but it, it really is your voice is like a it, it. My wife explains it great because it's like it's actually you. It's like the shape of your head. It's like your air that's pushing these sound waves out. You know, so it's like it is you. It's such a vulnerable and and yeah. just like it, it's just. So I see why people get really weird when it's karaoke night, you know, and I see it, it, it's just such a weird way of me. And, and I'm just now starting to get comfortable with actually singing in front of people. And, and so whoo, it gets it gets crazy. It gets crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were you uh, so did you from a younger age besides teaching? Did you ever pick up like extra gigs besides doing your own thing? Were you do were you like an auxiliary pianist or were you backup singer were you yeah doing yeah i played wedding i was a wedding piano player a church piano player um i play i mean we had to cancel our season but i play for a whittier uh, a women's chorus like oh, a community chorus nice um and in fact how i got my braille institute job i got picked up as the accompanist for the choir and then when the choir director left, I was like first first in line. Oh, so okay. honestly, piano has like taken me to so many different avenues I would have never imagined. I'm so glad I never quit. Right. <laughs> there, were, there were times when I wanted to quit. <laughs> I was also a very serious dancer when oh, I was growing up. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I was very serious ballet dancer and all that stuff. And how far did you how far did you go with ballet? I went very far. And wow. then my senior year in high school, I had a real bad knee injury, oh. followed by another bad knee injury, you know. So oh. the whole dancing thing had to kind of slow down and yeah. um, but it was always like my first love. So so you wanted to be a dancer more than I musician. wanted to be like, yeah, I wanted wow. to be like Mariah Carey's background dancer, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I wanted that, but, um, but you know, my knees had different ideas, yeah. I guess. <laughs> well, it's, uh, how, how did you handle that? Was that a hard pill for you to swallow realizing that? I think it was, I think it was, but I think because I was already pretty much at that point, I knew that I was going to go to school and study music. Mm -hmm. Um, and it wasn't like, you know, I can, I'm still active. It's not like I can never dance, right. but it just have to have you know i was going like five hours a day right. for rehearsal and i was doing the point shoes the ballet point shoes and honestly i wish someone would have told me hey are you going to be a professional dancer on, in the new york ballet company and i would have said no and they would have said okay then stop wearing point shoes because <laughs> those things are killer for your knees yeah terrible I, terrible but um it's so interesting how humans will make an art out of destroying their body that's like uh, it's, it's yeah. very it's very telling of human of yes. humanity <laughs> yes i know I we know. make an art out of destroying ourselves we're that good <laughs> at it <laughs> yeah so when did uh so then that sort of brings us to your band what was sort of the precipice of sort of putting together the fever well so after college um i was kind of floating you know because again i had this versatile education i could sing opera if i wanted to i could sing musical theater if i wanted to i was learning how to be more loose and have more of a vocal uh jazz style um so i wanted to move to new york i was going to move to new york and i was going to try the broadway thing um okay. Because I'm a quite an animated performer, and musical theater always has like a little piece of my heart. Well, so I, I, I was got, gonna. I gotta say that, like, I, that is one thing I do notice is like you would make a 
wonderful like Disney princess. Uh, oh. Please don't take offense to that. Please don't take. No, offense to that. I don't. <laughs> I people have told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> like I see, like I hear, like musical theater throughout your the way you deliver. That was that singing, was my but... that was my jam, man. <laughs> that was me. I really I really did want to do the New York thing. So I was starting to save up money, and um, then I was. In between, well, I, I had bought myself a piano, a digital piano to perform with. And my friend reconnect or my brother reconnected with an old friend who had a band, a reggae band that was looking for a female vocalist and a female keyboarded player. Mm -hmm. So I had never played reggae live before, although I was very well knowledgeable in the genre because my brother exposed me to the music. I mean, we were exposed to all kinds of music growing up. So I loved the music. I had just never laid myself like right. with other people right. um so i started with the, the name of that band was lightning flash Ooh. and we went yeah we were <laughs> rocking and i i was great exposure and from there you know i started meeting different people in the reggae and ska scene in la and oh she sings can you come sing for this and so i started being invited to do different people's projects as you know a background vocalist and that was fun until I came to this realization that I was like, you know what? I really want just something that's completely mine. Yeah. You know, I don't want to sing background for somebody as much as that was fun. I have all these ideas and all these songs in my head. So that's when I started Scarlet and the Fever because I wanted something that could be mine completely, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, can we play a song off of the, the latest album? Sure. Unbreakable, which is available now. Um, yes. Well, I oh, wait a second. Unbreakable is the name of the album, right? Okay. Unbreakable. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry because I wrote it down, but I I also there's a song called Unbreakable as well, right? No. Okay. My bad. No. Okay. Okay. My bad. What's the first? I either want to play Retrograde because that song is dope. And Thanks. <laughs> And, or the first song off the album, uh, which I can't remember because I didn't write it down because that's how professional I am. Oh, the first one? Oh, no, that's okay. As, <laughs> as you're telling me this, I'm trying to remember the names of my own songs. Um, you know what? Let's just play Retrograde and we'll figure out that other I thing. Lex. <laughs> we'll be right back. Sometimes I lie awake at night and think of you 
toss and turn my heart aflame Just let it burn, no sense in what it could So let me just embrace the good So thankful, yes grateful For loving myself enough to know that I'm truly meant for the stars Had to leave it all behind Free my heart and clear my mind So deserving after all I've been through Blame the planets, blame the stars Change the orbit of my heart We're back. So that was retrograde. So so that's not real that's that's not really the reggae vibe, but that's but that's like the soul vibe and um that I love about you guys is that you have this very I don't know. It's very this soulful sky reggae vibe going on that's just I mean like I hear Amy and I hear, you know, the old school sky here just old soul. Oh. Your butterfly popped up. There you are. I know. And my phone says, it's dying. Oh, okay. I might have to, I might have to go plug it in. <laughs> That's okay. Um, do you, do you want to grab that? We don't got too much longer. If you want to, um, if you want to. I think it'll be okay, okay for the rest. It's just, yeah. It's, yeah. You know what? We're, I'm not going to be able to go live on Instagram tonight. I'm so sorry. I know I asked oh, you about okay. that yesterday. Um, apparently there was plans made that I didn't know about that I have to be a part of. No, we can do it another time though. (laughs) Sounds great. Um, anyways, uh, so retrograde, um, and, and the album unbreakable, I'm just, I I wanted you to sort of, um, go through what that transition was for you from your first album to your second album, especially with a song like retrograde on it. And, um, that kind of like deviates completely from, you know, not sure. completely, but you know what I'm saying. No, you no, get I where totally, I'm going with this, please. I totally get it. And you know, so so when I first started the group, um, you can't really be too picky about the musicians you choose, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you just you're just getting started yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I was really lucky to have some really great friends come together, and those musicians who were in the original group were more leaning towards reggae and ska styles, meaning that that was kind of their go-to. Therefore, as you write together, as you play together, you kind of fall into this niche, right? And then also, too, the shows we were playing and the bands we were opening for were all kind of in that category. Um, For me, myself, I always felt like I wanted to be, I didn't want to just be in one genre or one niche, you know, and if I was going to be in one, I wanted it to be something maybe a little more well known than Mm. reggae and ska because 
those are beautiful song styles, but they don't always get the most um, recognition yes, as I much know. as they should. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I always kind of, I would just I always wanted to try to, to meld the the R and B soul feel with that reggae beat that I yeah. can't just I just can't get enough of it. So our first album, you can you can hear where that started to yeah. happen, where we really started to develop. Um, and the biggest thing is I got a keyboard player who is all, you know, his, his voicings, his R and B soul style are are already there. So, and he's a good friend of mine. We, we went to high school together. We've done music since we were 15 together. And what's his name? So his name is J.R. J.R. Cali Lung. Yeah. He, he's killer. He's killer. He's dope. I I remember he stood out to me. Yeah. Yeah, and he he's like kind of my co-author. You know, a lot of times he'll be the one who comes up with these chords and then I'll pop on and put the lyrics. So anyway, with him um, kind of replacing my original keyboardist who was more of like an old school organ player was also dope. But when we got the new keyboard player, the whole sound had to change and it had to, you know? Yeah. Um, so um, kind of to circle back to your original question, our first album then had the original players on it and my second album has changing players in it. So okay. I think the the idea that this second album is a lot more soulful retrograde, for example, was the last song we recorded. Mm. And that is all the, the players who I have now. Ah, I so that's probably why that song stands out to you the most, because I feel like in, in the lineup that we are now, we really have a clear direction of musically where we can go what we want to do you know that is such a gift that is such a gift when you can uncover it when you when you find that that thing Thank that you've you. been looking for is, i hadn't thought of it that way but you're so right it's such a gift like no i'm serious and like that's what that's what this whole thing has been for me this pandemic which it's awful but yeah. it's forced me to refocus and to understand what exactly I'm doing with the podcast, with myself mm-hmm. as a musician. Mm-hmm. And what a fucking gift, man. What a gift to like be like how clear it is now. Like to be able to like sift through all the bullshit of, of learning how to play music and, and and you know, booking gigs and meeting the musicians that you want to work with and losing musicians and then finally putting something together where you see the clear path and the clear um, vision together. of it. It's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That, that is a blessing. Thank you. Yeah, and that's why I'm so excited for, for this new, the new music that, yeah, I'm trying to unveil, you know, because I feel like it's the most authentic. I'm at my most authentic self now. So I know the music that we create is going to be authentic. And I think when it's authentic is when it's really good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, no, totally. It's like when when you're feeling it, when everybody's feeling it, like that's that's when everyone's going to feel it. When when you guys yeah. are feeling it, because, you know, I'm, I'm sure you've been part of sessions or jams where it's just like, man, things aren't connecting or you're playing at a bar where maybe this the guy's is, off, that yeah. guy's off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and like, honestly, that can be draining. It can be like yeah. physically draining. Uh, mm-hmm. It's physically draining. And just like it's physically draining to be playing into an audience where there's no response, you know, like where you're playing into the abyss and people are just like, wish you would just play quieter so they could talk loudly to their friends, you know? So, right. uh, yeah. it's, you know, saying that, and, and we'll wrap up here. I'm going to bring up Twitch, but another interesting, (laughs) (laughs) 
another interesting thing about twitches uh is that sometimes you know the nuance of a performance can get lost in 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 bars or in in clubs um and you know whether it's bad sound or maybe the crowd's not into it you're having an off night whatever it is you know connection and 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 the the, the true nuance and the atmosphere that a performer is trying to put off uh, i think can get lost in those environments and that's what's so interesting about twitch is that you can it captures every little nuance everything that you want people to hear about your voice about your playing is there it's in in in, in high definition detail so nice. it forces you to be better but it also it, it's like you are able to uh, provide your truest self as an artist yeah. to an audience um so it but without the actual interaction of real life which really takes and a lot out of it like as you're saying this, I just a point that I'd like to make because you brought up the live, the live things that I've been doing. We're, we're, I'm trying to go live every Wednesday on mm. my Instagram page yeah. to just feature a new in instrument or a new musician or whatever it is, just really for my own sanity, so yeah. I can continue to have something to look forward to. But, um, but it can be very nerve wracking because you can't see the people on the other side. Right. So, and you don't, and I know I've done it. I know everybody does it where, especially when this pandemic thing first started, I'm sure this happened to you too. All of your musician friends were live at the same time. <laughs> you would open your thing and it'd be like 20, 30 <laughs> notifications of people. And you didn't click on a single one because you're just like, it's too much. Was Everyone too much. was trying to, just too much it right so so i think the challenge the fun challenge that i'm accepting is okay i want people to watch i want them to be entertained mm -hmm. so what can i do in these live sessions that will be entertaining and keep them engaged at least for this much longer yeah. because i think like you said you have to you almost have to perform better yeah when you're in this live setting right. because somebody can remember, Oh, she sounded terrible on that song yeah. and you've lost a potential fan or whatever yeah. it is, you know? Yeah. And, so, and, yeah. And, and it's so dismissive on when it's, an, mm -hmm. when you're anonymous and you don't, you don't have anything invested. You didn't buy a ticket to the it's show. It's as easy as a swipe. Boop, I'm out of here. Yep. But, yep. but again, that's, what's so interesting about Twitch and like that mm -hmm. it's a platform built for this you know what i mean and rather than trying to do you know trying to get people to pay attention to you on instagram or facebook and, and i'm not hating on that please continue to do your live thing that's great uh I'm, but what i'm saying is that this this platform is directly built for that you know what i mean yeah and whereas instagram is built for you know people are advertising their stuff or you're seeing your friends play songs or whatever it is you know it's it's not meant it's not a platform where people are driven there because they're gonna go sit and watch an awesome instagram live performance you know right. that's a benefit of it it's a side benefit but that's not why they're there there's a, what yeah. you know there's a anyways I, i've been going on and on tw about twitch for for days now for weeks <laughs> but maybe you. this is good though maybe you've given me a tip i'm gonna check it out for sure you should you should like i said just just go check it out you know you, i'm gonna check it out there's no there's no there's nothing committal you know you can just right. sit there and i'm telling you it's crazy it's so weird when there's a frenzy because the chat will just start going and people are talking i mean it just 
like the whoever's performing is go is on fire and the chat's on fire and people are throwing tips and 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 you know like it's crazy it's a frenzy and it, it's exciting and you actually do when you when you walk out of like a really good stream you walk out of it like how you walk off stage where you're all like yeah. your adrenaline's crazy and like you, yeah. you're not sleeping anytime soon you know and it's just like yeah. what just happened i mean it was just insane like it's insane. It's insane. Okay. It, and when you have okay, a good stream and somebody drops like, you know, and like I said, it's not like you should, if you're looking to make money off of Twitch and that's your sole purpose of getting on here just to make money as a musician, probably not the best. But if you're looking to perform and express yourself and, and, and if the, and if the side effect of that is money, then this is probably for you. You know, cool. if, if you're there to just express yourself, but Scarlett, Thank you so much. And, and your last name is uh, Breas? Bray. Bray. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. okay. That's okay. <laughs> well, I, I, I sincerely appreciate you chatting it up with me. I've been wanting to do this for, honestly, years. It's just yeah. taken me this long to get to you. So I really do appreciate you coming on and, and chatting it up and, you know, talking about, you know, like your pandemic time. I mean, like, you know, a lot of times I'm talking to people and, uh, they don't want to really go into how they felt during these times. They, they, yeah. they that vulnerable. A lot of people are afraid of being vulnerable. So I appreciate sure. for you to come on and show people that, you know, everybody's in this together and everybody's sort yeah. of sad together, but, but we can make this a positive thing as well. You have to, you have to turn it around for yourself, turn it, turn it around for yourself first. And then you can work on, turning other people around you know i do like i like that i like that i, th I do remember you saying something where like you know i give a little piece of myself here and a little piece of myself here but i save the biggest piece for myself yeah heck yeah <laughs> <laughs> because it's true if you if, if you if you're gonna spread yourself out thin you're not you know like if there's nothing left for yourself that you're not gonna be helpful for anyone else it's it's yeah. just it's 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 the truest thing that i've had to learn over in my life it's the truest mm -hmm. and probably a hard Hardest thing I've had to, to learn. Amen. Mm -hmm. Right on. Scarlett, thank you so much. You have a wonderful evening. Thanks, Mike. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Thank you so much, Scarlett, for coming on the show. I super appreciate you coming on here and telling your truths. That was terrible. That was terrible. I don't know what I was even trying to do there, but it was not good. Um, Scarlett Bray and Scarlett and the Fever, you can find all of those uh, uh, ways to connect in the show notes. Go click on the links and it'll take you right to her and her wonderful band just awesome band uh so yeah thank you so much scarlett that was awesome uh you can also check out rainamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com and check out her uh her twitch schedule which is tuesdays and thursdays at 8 a.m and sundays at 8 p.m eastern standard time you can also check out wseg tv which is streaming every monday at 1 p.m eastern standard time and friday 
at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're having guests. We're having live looping. I'm doing live loops and uh, doing music tutorials. I was trying to do music news, but I think I might try to do that still, but I don't know. I might have to reformat that. It's ever-changing. You guys know how it goes, especially with this show. It's just, it's always changing, and uh, so that's what WSEG TV is doing, too. It, it, it's all going to be this forever malleable thing that I get to play with for the rest of my life. So, that's exciting. Anyways, uh, go check that out. Uh, Twitch.tv slash We Speak English Good. You could like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, discord i'm gonna put links in the show notes so you guys can easily find this stuff hopefully uh follow us uh you can subscribe to us on apple itunes anywhere you get your podcast facebook i mean sorry youtube you can subscribe and also on twitch you can subscribe but it costs you five dollars uh, also go and leave a review it helps leave a review anywhere you can uh apple itunes stitcher spotify anywhere you can leave a review five stars preferred uh write something even more preferred is when you write something because that that, that's even more stuff it helps the show it helps us be found in the algorithms and shit so uh please help us out in that aspect and please do support modedstudios.com m-o-d-e-d-s-t-u-d-i-o-s.com go and check out all their fully embroidered patches and apparel um, I oh I just always love the baby Yoda. I'm just gonna always love baby Yoda from Mandalorian patch. Um, anyways, our next guest is the Nightheart and Kinsabe. Um, and um, we'll be back on Friday with WSEG TV and a new episode of the podcast. So I love you guys. Take care of your fellow human beings. HJs for everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Fresh.